stop with Roberto Clemente. Henry Aaron was the greatest right fielder of our generation. Ugh, baseball. You got something against baseball? No, I like baseball. I just never understood how you guys can spend so much time discussing it. It's time for Hit and Run. You don't know how to play first base. Scott? That's right. It's not that hard, Scott. Tell him, Wash. It's incredibly hard. Three hours of Chicago baseball talk every Sunday from 9 to noon. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. Oh, people will come, Ray. People will most definitely come. Starring Barry Rosner and Joe Ostrowski. What's our record, Larry? Eight and 16? Eight and 16. How'd we ever win eight? It's a miracle. It's a miracle. Hit and Run on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Chicago's sports station. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts. Buy me some Cracker Jacks. And I don't even care if we ever get back. And it's a row, row, row for the home team. And if they don't win, it's a shame. And it's one and it's two and it's three strikes you're out. That's that old ball game. Good morning, baseball fans here in Chicago and listening around the globe on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Live from the Hyundai Studios, this is Hit and Run, the Score's venerable baseball show. I am Barry Rosner and my partner in perpetuity <laughs> is Joe Ostrowski. We'll be with yeah. you until noon, taking you almost. Up to Cubs baseball right here on 670 The Score. Good morning, Joe. I hope the next three hours are any, are just a taste, something like what was going on off the air for the past 20 minutes. There's a lot of venom in the air, so I hope we're able to bring that to the airwaves on the last hit and run of the season. And thank God, because I can't wake up another Sunday and look at you two. <laughs> Eli's already already whining about me about yelling you. at him. Well, you're really cruel to him, and I, I believe just he should really – uh, I, I think he should take that to human and resources. And you're just doing whatever you can to annoy me. Here's what we have Got planned for you today, our final show of 2018. Lots of time for you, the listener. We're guest-free on purpose, except for our weekly hit with Bruce Levine. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on him for a sec. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> just stop. The rest of the time is for you at 312-644-6767. We will talk to Bruce at 1040. Otherwise, the phones are open for you. Our producer, director, engineer, and intern is EY, Eric Young, or E4, as he was known back in the day. Joe likes to call him Kovitz for some reason that I really don't understand. He's Eli Hershkovich. He thinks he has a lot of funny stuff. I think none of it will be funny, so we'll see. Well, his track record is not good. It's very poor. It's not good. But It's like, it's like a successful major league hitter. Three, three out of ten are okay. That's not good for a producer. No. It's really good for a major league hitter. Go, at your job, say you're successful three out of ten times. That's not good. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I am at Barry Rosner on Twitter. Joe is at Joe0670. The hit and run account is hit and run 670. The phone number, of course, is 312-644-6767. What is that? What are you holding? ID. Oh. Don't hang. Joe's threatening to hang himself with his Prudential Building ID. Don't do that. 
Uh, you can join us at 6711 via the text zone on the score. If you text us, you'll get a text back acknowledging your text. Standard message and data rates may apply. Joe, we need answers to the following questions oh, from our listeners today. Hmm. Where are you on the Chicago Cubs team in terms of the division, in terms of the National League, in terms of the World Series? These are conversations we have had all year. We have one final opportunity to talk about that today. Sox fans, similarly, where are you after two years of this rebuild? Optimistic? Worried about the injuries? Feeling good about Rodon and Giolito and Lopez, among others, in terms of what they've done over the last, uh, really, two months? It's been an interesting year for those guys. We will get in deep on those guys. And baseball fans in general, your picks for the postseason. Where are you in terms of the teams you started the season with compared to where you might be now? We have to talk about that, Joe. Cause... I barely remember who we started the season with. Well, I know I started with the Cubs and the Yankees. Oh, for the World Series, yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah, as for all the rest of it, there weren't really that many Really, that many surprises? We'll get to that in just a second. 312-644-1767. No, there were some races that you didn't expect to pop up. But, yeah, not really. Not too many surprises. Certainly not in the American League, except for the A's. We have lots of fun stuff planned for you today, uh, at least in theory, and that's usually about where it dies on this show, is in theory. Uh, Some of the best segments, highlights from the season, lots to remember from 2018. We'll get to all of that in due time. Uh, As I look at these uh, standings, all right, so no surprise on Boston and the Yankees, but a surprise that Boston just beat their brains in. Agreed? No, not you're not surprised. I mean, that's happened all. It's happened a lot of the year. No, but I'm talking about compared to the start of the season, where you were at the start of the season. Um, you thought Boston was going to win this division by 11 games? No, no, but uh, I think I may have picked them. I think you did. Yeah, I think I did pick them to win the. No, I never thought they they would have this many wins and break all sorts of records. What was it the other day? They. They uh, eclipsed 100 wins for the first time in 70-some years. No, nobody's going to predict that. And yet, and yet they're, they are, they're not a perfect team. There are no perfect teams. I mean, as you think, as your perspective um, as it relates to the Chicago Cubs starts to form over these last two weeks, keep in mind, there's, yeah. no, there's no perfect teams. I mean, the Houston Astros are frightening, but they, let's see if they can get their team on the field when the season, when the uh, postseason begins, we spend so much time studying these National League standings for good reason, and then it's still kind of jarring when you look up at the American League side and you see run differentials of two forty six and two twenty. Oh, it's I mean, it's just insanity. Well, I mean, you you we we didn't spend fifteen minutes on the Cleveland Indians this entire summer, and wow, are they scary? Wow, are they scary? If Trevor Bauer hadn't gotten hurt. What would what would we be talking about right now? Listen, if if I if you're giving me a redo today, and I think I started talking to you about this probably off the air about a month ago. If you're giving me a redo, and I'm taking the value involved that you're going to get with odds, I would probably write down Cleveland. Yeah, I get it. They have everything that I'm looking for. Do they have issues? Yep, just like every other team in baseball. Yep. The teams in the National League just seem to have more issues than the teams in the AL. Well, and and people in Chicago get offended by this all the time, but those top four teams in the American League, I mean, they are so much better than the best of the National League. Doesn't mean that one of them will win the World Series. Doesn't mean a National League team can't win the World Series. How but, about the fifth best? Yeah. I mean, yes, correct. Five. 
could easily go five. So ninety wins. But but Houston, it's hard to find them right now. The way they've played over the last few weeks and starting to get healthy, it's hard to find their flaws. But they're not perfect. They they may be the closest thing to it. I just don't know how you can look at Boston and say, all right, I know Chris Sale's going to be okay, and he can go seven or eight innings. I know what David Price is going to be in the postseason. It's just no way. I mean, you you can't sell me that. You can't tell me that because that's just that's a fantasy. Right. I'd like to. I mean, if I were on the Red Sox, I would like to believe those things. But do you know that for sure? Do you like the depth of their bullpen versus say that? I mean, and, and Cleveland's bullpen has issues too. The um, you know, there's the the secret weapons, and this this should lead us right back into the Cubs. Yeah. And I wrote about this today. You can you can find it uh, at dailyherald.com or on my Twitter feed or Facebook page. But I think, uh, and I, I talked to Joe Madden about this yesterday, and if you've been watching for the last month, you know where they are in terms of a bullpen. And I, I landed on this, Joe. Think back to A.J. Hinch in the Astros. Think back to Lance McCullers pitching four scoreless to end Game 7 of the ALCS, even though he had started Game 4 and was pitching on three days rest. Brad Peacock got the save in Game 3 of the World Series in relief of McCullers with three and two-thirds scoreless. And then Charlie Morton going the final four innings of Game 7 of the World Series after starting Game 4 a few days before that. I I don't know where the Cubs' answers are going to come come from. Joe Madden certainly does not either. But Friday night he let Jaime Garcia pitch the eighth inning. Right after Ian Happ had given them a 3-2 lead with a three-run homer. He lets Garcia pitch the eighth inning. Now, don't tell me you weren't sitting at home going, what is he doing? This is the same guy who started in Washington five or six days before that and got one batter out. How many many times has he used De La Rosa in a tough spot lately? Well, and, and last night, he Wilson, by the way, Wilson's been great. Justin Wilson has been great. Yep. Okay. We only talk about him when he has a blow-up, but you're right. No, I mean, you're talking two months now. Yep. Lights out. Absolutely lights out. Last night, he goes Wilson for the eighth again. And then he goes, for each for one out, he goes, this is after Lester with seven brilliant, Lester getting himself out of trouble a couple times. Just really good. Really good. For an out, he goes Chavez, Rosario, and Ciszek, all for an out. Mm-hmm. And the truth is... He doesn't know what he's going to do. He doesn't know what Brandon Morrow is going to be. He threw yesterday and felt good, said everything's good. We'll see how he feels today. Could be activated in a day or two. We'll see. Carl Edwards is a a mental mess right now, and Joe is trying to get him straightened out. He's doing everything he can. And the genius of Joe Madden is how he handles people. And if anybody can get him believing in himself again, it's Joe Madden. We'll see what they wind up with there. But the other night, it's Jaime Garcia in the eighth and Jorge De La Rosa in the ninth, and he got out of all sorts of trouble in the ninth to get his first career save at age, what is he, 37? Look at these, but, names. I mean, that, Look but these that, names we're talking about. That's where you are. Yeah. So what is You didn't mention Chavez that they picked up for nothing as well. Chavez has been really good, but both he and C-Sheck, you worry about you worry about the workload, what they're, what they're going to have left. What if Moro's back? What if Strope is back? What if Ciszek and Chavez? Did I do that okay? Ciszek and you did Chavez. It correctly. Yeah. 
It, what it, what if they get a little bit of rest? What if they can clinch this in time and get a, and get a little bit of rest? What if these guys like Rosario and De La Rosa can really be effective for them? What if what if in the next two weeks? I asked Joe specifically about Jaime Garcia yesterday, and I said, "Does he have time still to impress you?" And he said, "Yes." He said, first of all, he impressed me a lot Friday night." And he said, "Yes." And I think that's the truth. I think, I think Utah. I, I think you could flip a coin or start throwing darts and and you know pick some of these names and tell me who's going to be on the playoff roster because I don't have the slightest idea. I don't have the slightest idea. When you get past the obvious guys that you know about, and I don't know how it's all going to work out, but I can tell you this, Joe Madden, who I'm frequently critical of, has done a really nice job of trying to piece this together over the last few weeks. Done a really nice job. And the starting rotation, the starting rotation, Eli, over uh, the last, what would you say, six weeks, two months? We're not talking about it. Why? Because it's finally doing its job. And this is Cole Hamels on uh, the starters needing to give the bullpen a break after they were so abused early on. We really, I think, try strive for nine innings every single time out. I know it's it's, it's the, uh, in this day and age, you really don't see that too often. But I think that's just the mentality that we have. And, and, you know, we have a really good pitching staff that that really, uh, you know, takes that to heart. And unfortunately, we haven't been able to do it. you know, as much, but I know guys are really, that's what their intention is. And, and I know with the bullpen, we've been, you know, pretty good, but, you know, I know we've had some tough, uh, some tough breaks the last week. Uh, but, you know, if I can give them a, a breather here and there, uh, I think that'll, uh, you know, help them out in the long run. It's not the greatest place in the world to be with two weeks left to go. Two weeks before the postseason, and... You don't have a closer. Joe said it after the game yesterday. We don't have a closer. Well, let me let me ask you about a name we're not talking about because he's kind of forgotten about in the rotation. Remember, Mike Montgomery's going to that bullpen now. Jose Quintana, the way he's pitched of late, it, at, a, at a time it was a real conversation whether or not he would be one of your four starters, and probably before the Darvish news officially. Well, he did he was nothing done. to inspire confidence. No, but, but now he is. Now he is. The last two, superb. And... Part of it is the Brewers thing, but you take that into account. No, but no, he's pitched well, and I think he solidified himself in that rotation. And now where's Montgomery in your hierarchy in the bullpen? He's near the top, right? He's one of the few guys that you can trust. Here's the thing. As we well, s- you use the word trust. Keep in mind, Joe falls in and out of love with guys very quickly so gonna get in the postseason. Yeah, exactly. We sit here on the last hit and run of the season with two weeks left in the Major League Baseball season – and the situation today, injuries aside, but the situation today with how he feels about certain guys in that bullpen can flip in three days, let alone two weeks. So when we get there, and let's say they do what, what the Cubs have uh, decided to do over the last couple of years in the NLDS, and they go with 11 pitchers. Now, we can mark off those five guys in the rotation. There's a few names we can mention without knowing about Morrow well, or they won't, Stroke. They won't use five starters. In but the, my, well, I'm saying league. Montgomery's going to be there. Okay, okay. That's what so I'm that's saying. your that's one of your that's yeah, one of your eleven. It's okay. one one yeah, certainly. But it is the names we're throwing out right now. Guys, we're talking about as you mentioned, we mentioned De La Rosa and Garcia. Who knows? Who knows? A lot of it is, and we've seen this every single year under Madden. We know this. He's not going to change with this. Like a golfer, what is your form? How are you pitching going in? We're worried about Pedro Strope and what 
what his role is going to be if he is healthy for the first round of the playoffs. Well, 2016, he had an injury at the end of the season. He was trying to work his way back. He wasn't the old Pedro Strope that you had in the regular season. Joe didn't trust him. He wasn't on Joe's list. Chapman was. Mm-hmm. Montgomery was. Mm-hmm. Edwards was. Mm-hmm. Strope was not. I don't know if Strope is going to be on the list this year. I don't think we know. <laughs> Do we know half of the bullpen? Right? Uh, we, we know Ciszek and we know Chavez. Um, <laughs> honestly, I, he, he, I I think Kinsler will make it, even though he hasn't pitched great. Terrible, yeah, but, terrible. But he's going to make it, but right? He, well, but he's in the Justin Wilson territory from last year, right now. Wilson's a guy, for Wilson, sure. obviously, yeah. But he's in the Justin Wilson territory from last year. Can you pitch Kinsler? Can you pitch him in a playoff game? No, of course not. Form, though, you bring up an interesting point about a golfer. Form and golf changes very, very fast. Oh yeah. And form for a reliever can change very, very fast, too. That's why I bring up those games. McCullers in Game 7 of the ALCS, Peacock in Game 3 of the World Series, and Morton in Game 7 of the World Series, giving you four, almost four innings apiece, those, four, those three guys. Peacock Look, was great, though, all year. But if someone's getting my point is only this. Yeah. If someone's getting you out... Let them get out. Right. I mean, A.J. Hinch had other guys up. He had guys up. He's like, you're getting outs. Keep, just keep getting outs. Well, this the, is the, something- other, the other thing, though, Barry, is go back to what happened on Thursday. Keep getting outs. I want you to keep getting outs, but now you got to hit. And every out is so valuable. So what do you do in that slot? Oh, I, it's much more important in that situation for a pitcher to continue to get out. Okay. I don't blame Madden for that. I don't blame him I don't for either. what happened. I don't either. Um, that's given the circumstances of your bullpen as it is right now, I don't blame him one bit for, for letting him hit, for letting Strope hit. And the circumstances. I'm sure, got, I'm, I'm sure he got hammered for that. Fine, whatever. No, he did. You, and you, you, I that, disagree with it. That's he, what you have to do in that situation. You don't have any other choice. Who else is... Who else is pitching for you? And why? Because your team put you in this spot yeah. where you need a win today yeah. that bad. You've got to take days off the calendar right now. Yes. You've got to continue to take days off the calendar. And the sooner you can get this finished, the sooner you can get some rest and get yourself in a position where you feel good going into the postseason. Now, okay, Strope, should someone have said to him, whatever you do, you know, don't don't break a hand, don't get hit by a pitch, don't don't you know pull a hamstring. It's pretty hard to tell an athlete not to go be athletic. And Just, it's and a, he wants to give himself an insurance run. Yeah. He beats that out, yeah. extends the inning. Maybe the next guy comes up and he gets a base hit. And it's a fluke. Yeah, it's a fluke. You know, and people who say pitchers, well, this is what happens when you let pitchers hit. You telling me. You can't run 60 feet without hurting yourself? I hear this all the time. Who was it? Uh, was it Tanaka who hurt both hamstrings running to first? Why? Because it was it Tanaka a few months ago? I think it was. So, so Be, because, he's, because normally they have the DH in the AL and this yeah, yeah. was an interleague game. Are you telling me a professional athlete can't run 60 feet without blowing out two hamstrings? Give me a freaking break. 
It's not because of the DH. People that want the DH use that as an opportunity they to always jump eat, on their high horse sure, and they do always, that. They always, and, and, and let's remember that— the argument in whatever way without, without being factual, without being honest. There's so much dishonesty today in radio, in television. Well, it's all the sports in, media, yeah. Sure. All of it. Oh, this this There's will fit so my argument di- that I've made, yeah. so I'm There's I'm going to so jump on it right dishonesty. now. And, and by the way, let's let's remember that we advise we, you to to choose your 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 places of of wisdom wisely. How many times have we seen Pedro Strope hustling over to first base to cover? Okay, yeah. come on, yeah, stop. And, and and busting off the mound any less any less of a sprint than busting off a out mound. of mound. Yeah, yeah, off a mound going downhill. Yes. Yeah. And trying to watch the baseball a, and, and see where first base is but right. If, but if you got hurt running to first from the mound, would anybody say, see, that's why pitchers Nothing. can't feel They shouldn't be allowed to field their positions anymore because you see what happens. All they should do is stand on the mound and throw it. They should have a designated fielder for them, or it should just be uh, you should just declare it an out because we don't want anyone to get hurt because, after all, this is baseball. There shouldn't be any injuries in baseball. A guy who is in phenomenal shape, by the way. So I think he's done a few sprints in his life, like every day probably. Like you, Roz. They don't, uh, they, they don't sit around. Actually, <laughs> what the, I should tell you the story of, of uh, running you were sprint, hit by a car? Running sprints <laughs> on the warning track at, uh, at Bush Stadium. Early in the day, and uh, while the Cubs were out for early hitting, who's this? And Tom Trouble, me, and Tom Tr- <laughs> Tom Troublehorn walking out to the outfield, and going, "If you're going to be out here, you better pick up a glove." And I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" It's like 115 on the turf down here. I'm done. I'm going, and he's like, "No, you can shag for a while." The Chicago Blackhawks hit the ice at the United Center this fall with an exciting original six matchup as they take on the Maple Leafs. On October 7th, great seats still available for the home opener and all season long. Come see Taves, Kane, Keith, Seabrook skate with rising stars like Debrinket and Schmaltz. Visit ChicagoBlackhawks.com and pick out your favorite games and purchase tickets to see your Blackhawks play now. Seriously, these guys run all the time, Joe. Yes. They run Look all the him. time. Yeah, is that a guy in bad shape? No. Stroke? No, you've, you've seen him out of the uniform. He's ripped. It was a bad. It's a bad break. It's just another bad break. Uh, but I don't blame Madden for that. I really don't. I don't blame him for that. I mean, you. Who else is going to get you those outs? And right. not. And the evidence is: look where you are now. With it, which is that you have no idea who's going to get you those outs. It's a scary place to be. With to, I know Eli. Eli's waving his arms again like a madman. I saw you the first three times you did it. I saw you all three times you were doing. Wait, there's a big clock in his face. We Why? I know. I know. I'm late. What's your? Where do we have to be that we can't spare 15 minutes? Chuck, I had a double burger. Yeah, uh, BMac knew it. BMac got the reference right away. We, where do we got to be? We can't spare 15 minutes. What? What? What's the problem, Eli? What? Talk. Come on. Let's keep going. What's the oh, problem? No, 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 I mean, what, no, no. What do we have? What do we have? Football. Are we in a rush to get to football season? Football. Bears pregame coming up. Bears play tomorrow, and I'm hosting it, so no, it's not. What are you hosting? Bears pregame. Tomorrow. Yes, on this station. 
Because I, I don't work any other station. I don't know why I added that. Well, but yeah, I'll be doing it with Pat Manley. Cubs are in, six it, to seven fifteen. Because Cubs, Cubs are, are in Arizona. Cubs are late. Yeah. What's that? Eight o'clock start? I don't know. <laughs> Look at the piece of paper in front of you. Oh, there is no piece of paper. All right, let's see. Is it eight forty first pitch? Let's look at tomorrow. That's what it right usually here. is, Arizona. It's eight forty. I see a Lovey eight oh five pregame. There's a Lovey yeah. Smith show. That's the first thing that jumps out to me is the Lovey Smith show. <laughs> that's after. <laughs> that's after Bears post. Wait a second. A lot going on tomorrow night. You mean my Bears pregame is not the worst thing because I know Shep's on after. Uh, no, your Bears <laughs> pregame is not the worst thing on the station tomorrow. Where do you want me to start? Whatever jumps out first, please let's burn it all. Let's break. Comes around at eight. Comes around at eight oh five. Right here on your radio home of the Chicago Cubs. Okay, give me your power rankings. Where's the first? Are the Cubs your first? Uh, when we come back, there's lots of you on hold. John and Rolling Mad- Met- John and Rolling Meadows. Meadows. Rachel Maddow. No, let's not do that. John and Rolling Meadows. I know you're a fan. Mark in St. Charles. <laughs> I love that station. Do you? They're all good. Yeah, all the <laughs> all the political stations. They're great. That's great stuff. Fair and balanced. Just, just just put a fork through my eye. What's that, Theo? I didn't I didn't catch Theo there. What's the question? I don't think there was what one. Are you, what are you asking? Uh, we'll get to all of you on hold. Cub fans, Sox fans, baseball fans. Where you at? We're uh, we're down to it here on hit and run. So let us discuss when we come back on six seventy the score. You think of a guy like Yonder Alonso at first? He said, "This is why I came here. I want to see what the playoffs are all about." He'll find out in less than three weeks. Now the one-two pitch, a swing and a miss. Ball game, Central Division title. And for the third year in a row, Cleveland, you will have another October to remember as they win their 10th Central Division title, their third in a row. That's the great Tom Hamilton on the Indians' flagship station, WTAM AM 1100 in Cleveland after the Indians' 15 to nothing victory over uh, the Detroit Tigers. How good's that call? Man, he's good. Hamilton's great. Wow, is he good. The Indians with a 16-game lead now in the Central <laughs> The bottom of the hour of hit and run is brought to you by Northwestern Football. Coach Collins and Northwestern's basketball team returns to the new Welsh Ryan Arena on November 2nd. Season tickets on sale at nusports.com. It's always difficult to locate perspective these days. It seems like it's it's getting... Seems like it's getting tougher all the time, mm-hmm. and you know if you if you were to think back, I don't know, five years, what were your expectations for the Cubs as they were in the middle of this rebuild? I don't know, I don't know what I mean. Everybody had probably a different expectation, some realistic, some not so. But you should know this: the last time the Cubs won three straight division titles was precisely never. They uh, they will do that in the next uh, 10 days to two weeks. 
The last time they won 90 games in four consecutive seasons was 1912. That's 106 years ago. I know that because I'm good at math. The last time they finished over 500 in at least four straight seasons was in 1972. That's 46 years ago. That was amid a stretch of six seasons in a row. But the most they won during that time was 92 games. That was 1969. Sorry about that. They didn't make the playoffs during those six years, and they averaged 86 wins. The Cubs are on pace for 95, 96 wins, and this four-year stretch uh, right now is averaging 97 wins a year. So, so you said uh, five winning, years ago? Their winning percentage is 599 over these four years. Yeah. One more for you, Joe. Go ahead. And the last time they reached the postseason, four straight years, never. Um, so, yeah, so coming off a three straight NLCS and a World Series, I think you've got to maintain some some perspective on this. At least if I were a Cub fan, I would I – would, and look, you live and die every day, and that's the fun of being a fan. I get that. That's the fun of it. That's what makes it great, the agony of a brutal defeat, the ecstasy of winning one nothing yesterday. That's the fun of being a fan. I get it, and you should do that. But – your aggravation over whether this team should be better than it is, you know, you Darvish, Tyler Chatwood, uh, so on and so forth. Well, the, the, um, you know, yeah. those, those things, I, I think I, I think some perspective is necessary given that you have a Hall of Fame general manager who, before he got here, um, would have looked at this and thought, wow, you people are good at losing. That's what you're good at. And you're good at being lovable. And what else are you good at? It's time to change the way you think about it. So your expectations are different, and that's good. But a little perspective is probably necessary. I think we do a good job of that. But this is, in the midst of it, it feels like we haven't seen a season like this, though. Right? Look at everything that you've lost. Every day. I mentioned it the other day on the air. I said, why can't the Cubs just go out and win or lose a game? It's all this drama involved. We're, we're seeing them have 30 consecutive game days. We, we saw them spend all this money on pitching, and both of those guys gave you a big fat zero this year. Chris Bryant, your best player, a couple of times on the disabled list. It's, just every, it's very easy, and, and I'm falling for it too sometimes. You're just going in the day-to-day. You kind of... You flip-flop, and it's hard not to because of everything that they're dealing with. And now, how many times have we talked about how important the bullpen is? Baseball today, it's as important as anything, especially in the playoffs. It's maybe not quite the starting rotation, but you can make the argument that it is just as important. And the state of it, I don't know. You just kind of throw your hands up. I don't know. Um, It's going to be different if Marlowe's healthy. It's going to be different if Strope's healthy. Uh, Give me the list of guys. C.G. Edwards right down the stretch of the season. It's a big I don't know. So I understand if you're going back and forth a lot day-to-day, living day-to-day with this team. I mean, a couple days ago, it was back to a one-game lead, and it could be back to that in the middle of this coming week. They they have a tough trip going to Arizona for a series. But you did mention going back in five years, your expectations. It is funny. There are three guys. No, I think two guys that were here then, still here. Rizzo and Strope. That's it. The number number one guy in your team in war that year was Travis Wood. Oh, my. Yeah, five years. Wow. Five years. 
Well, look, um, I, I get the I get why if you're caught up in it as a fan from day to day, you're wondering if this is really going to be possible this year or not. I get that, especially given the injuries and the poor performances by so many different people, and now the complete lack of offense from from almost from almost everybody in this lineup. It's kind of crazy, but here's the thing: you got two weeks, get it done. Get it finished as soon as possible. Get some rest, and then who knows? You got—I mean, you know—you're not—you're not facing Houston or Boston or New York or Cleveland for another. It's that's a month from now. Okay, that's more than a month from now. It's about five weeks from now. Okay, so you got five weeks to get it together, assuming you can win two series. And I'm not saying that that's going to be easy, not by any stretch. I'm not suggesting that, but I am saying that you could still win the World Series. Yeah, you've got five weeks to get it together, to get healthy, to figure it out, and then you don't have to beat Boston, New York, Houston, and Cleveland. You just got to beat one of them. That's it. You only have to beat one that's of them. That's it. And then it's then it's a seven game series. And yes. Bullpens are huge today, obviously. Remember what I said before about McCullers and Peacock and Morton. That might be ultimately the answer here. It might end up being I, I you know, I don't think for a second Tyler Chatwood's gonna be on your playoff roster. But what if no. but what if three weeks from now, I mean, what if you get past the NLDS or the NLCS and you haven't got enough healthy bodies out there? And what if one day you've got a 5 nothing lead in the seventh and your guy is done and he goes, all right, got to give this a shot. And Tyler Chatwood somehow magically gives you 60 or 70 pitches. I mean, it sounds ridiculous. Yeah, it does. I, I know. I know. Wait, you're, just, he's not going to be in that position. Someone, But someone is going to have to do it. So outside of Montgomery, who's the obvious candidate, who else could do that for you? Okay, so who's got the arm to do that? Who can bounce back for you? You asked Lester to do it in 2016. Then you took you put him in too soon, and you took him out too soon in Game Seven. Let me hear your thoughts on that for charity. Go ahead. I, for charity, I don't. I, I don't the, know. Does what he the, trust Hendricks yet? I don't know what that means. Does he trust no. Hendricks yet? No. Well, he wouldn't now more than he did then. I know. Then he was Cy Young Hendricks. It, yes, correct. ERA leader, Cy. Cy Hendricks. And beat, Kyle and, Hendricks. And, and beat the Dodgers in game six of the NLCS. Uh-huh. So didn't trust him. So. Through 74 pitches the other day. You know, but we, we talk about, you, you used the word form earlier. Who knows? Who knows a month from now what the, what, who's, who's going to have form, what it's going to look like. Right. And, and you're so right about the National League. We talk about all these issues with the Cubs, and they are fair, and they'd like to fix them too. And they're just trying to get through this stretch and get through the season, win the division. Then you get a few days off and figure everything out. I went on our buddy Bark's show the other morning. Oh, Twitter was fun after I said that there isn't a team in the National League that the Cubs should be scared of. When it was a one-game division lead, they didn't like that too much. But there isn't. There isn't. Okay, so the last two years in the playoffs. They disrespect Milwaukee. The Cubs have taken 11 pitchers on their NLDS roster. 11 pitchers. Does that change at all? I would say no because of the way the starting rotation has been performing, like like those previous years. So you can – they're trustworthy once again. 
So I think 11 is a fair number. I don't think they're set on that. But if it's today, where are those 11 guys? So you knock out your, your five guys in the rotation. They won't all be in the rotation, but they'll be on the roster. And then you add Wilson. We're up to seven. And the other four? I don't know. No idea. Baez day off. Baez day off, Eli? Yeah, about time. He needs it. He needs it. Crazy stretch. Crazy what they've been through. Countdown to Thursday. Um, You pose a fascinating question to which I do not have the answer. I think the next two weeks will say a lot, and I think things could happen in that first series that would alter the roster for the NLCS, assuming that they get there. You might... But what you but what you said on the Milwaukee station is true. I mean, look, I I I, I don't want to be in a position if I'm a general manager going into the postseason where I've got to bash everyone's brains in to win a series. That's where the Yankees are. That's a very uncomfortable place to be. Are, do they have enough offense to do that? Maybe. You know, the Red Sox certainly seem to. Houston certainly seems to. There are days when the Indians sure feels like that. But you don't want to have to rely on that because you're facing ones and twos and closers and you're going to get shut down some days. You don't want to have to rely on that. So I would rather be not hitting than not pitching going into the postseason. If if you got, I mean, obviously you'd like to have everything. But if there were, if, if that were your choice, rather be not hitting than not pitching going into the postseason. And you don't have a shot. And look sure. around the National League. You tell me whose pitching do you trust more than the Cubs among the group that's going to make the playoffs. Dodgers have won four in a row. Dodgers are so hot and cold. I don't know what the Dodgers are. And Turner got hit in the wrist yesterday. X-ray's negative. But it's the same wrist he broke before. That changes their lineup considerably. I mean, they're killing the baseball right now. But you know what? That sometimes stops cold in October. Great pitching. Great pitching is gonna is gonna defeat great hitting. Yep. So, um, there's a lot to worry about. If you're a Cub fan. I get that. But I wouldn't. I'd. I if it were me and I were a fan, I'd be finding a way to enjoy this. Because man, you you what they're in the middle of right now. The reason I gave you all those numbers, those historical numbers before is because you're never going to see this again the rest of your life, this stretch, which you are in year four of, which hopefully will last 10 years. Seems unlikely it would go that long, but that's what Theo was hoping for when he started this. Whatever this is, whatever this stretch is, going to be the best you see in your life. Enjoy it. Find a way to enjoy it. And that includes right now while you're fighting for a playoff spot. That includes right now, even though... Some of these games are really painful and hard to win, but yeah. that's the that's the, that's the joy of being a fan. Would you rather be a fan of the Padres? There's no stress there. No stress being a Padres fan. I I don't know because I, I start to think of it. This is year year four of a lot of winning. Yes. Why can't it last ten? How many more years does Brian have? Yeah, no, I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying that it can. No, that's very difficult to, yeah. to accomplish. That's a to long, have that many spins at the wheel. That's right. That's a long time. So I would say 
I would say bathe yourself in it. And they are going to make the playoffs, and they are going to win this division. What shape they're going to be in by the time they get there, I do not know. But I have seen teams in worse shape than the Cubs, including the 88 Dodgers, win the World Series. Now, so. yeah, right. And and we've had fun over the last couple of years on the show about, well, I don't really know if I buy into the crapshoot thing, but the way this year has played out and how just look at the American League, how strong the top of the American League is with those top five teams. And even can win. So if you want to call it a crapshoot, that's fine. National League. Okay. Look at look at all these teams. We don't have a dominating team. Tweet Joe. Any, any of them can any of them can win. I think it's one of those years where we could go back to having a wild card team end up winning the World Series. Tweet Joe six seventy hashtag crapshoot. Uh I think I think it's as simple as this. Who's going to pitch the best? So and we, we don't who's, know. Who's going to pitch the best? Well, I, I, I love Houston's pitching. I know, Eli. I know. You've been waving your arms for seven minutes. I know. I can see the clock. It's right in front of me. Wave your arms all you want. I'm going to finish this sentence. Really like Houston's pitching. If Chris Sale were 100% and I knew what David Price was going to be, it'd be pretty hard to pick against Boston. If Trevor Bauer didn't break his arm, is that his arm? Break his arm? A line drive? Is that a Brayu with the line drive? Yes? Can't hear you, Eli. Are you speaking? <laughs> your your mic's not on. Turn your mic on. What? You're He's still talking not... and we don't read lips. All right, we're going to wait for you to speak. <laughs> He's yelling break from behind the glass. He's still not on the mic. All right, we'll take a break. Ed, concept. And uh, we'll get back to that. We'll get to your calls. Sorry, those of you on hold, we will get to your calls next on Hit and Run on the Score. Welcome back in on Hit and Run on the Score, final show of 2018. Yeah, it's a sad day. We have a lot for you today, though. Uh, we have umpires gone mad again. Laz Diaz oh my God. from a couple days ago. Insane. Did you see any yes, of that? Yes, I sent oh. you the video. You're gonna, you're gonna. Uh, it got worse after the sequence too, during the middle of the inning. You're gonna enjoy this, folks. This is some good stuff. Laz Diaz out of his mind, absolutely out of his mind. And he's not even on our short list that we always bring up. No, it's, now he uh, is. It's Joe West is number one. Uh, CB Buckner. Yeah. Is number two. Uh, I might put Angel. Angel Hernandez would be my number three. Well, Angel, in terms of chasing players around the field, Angel Hernandez would be number two. In terms of yeah. sheer incompetence, I would put. Boy, CB I think B- it's a coin toss between <laughs> Joe and Angel. Okay, I really do. My power rankings are a little different. I still need your. Go ahead. We have Laz Diaz, Bryce Harper, and Davey Martinez on that. Um, Lots of other great audio for you. Some highlights from this season. I'm told we have some special Mad Dog from the week. And it's always fun when uh, when the fellas surprise me. Spring Tall Fields. You texted it to me, Joe. This wasn't my idea. 
Yeah, but I, you've been selling it hard the last 24 hours. You begged me last night, please play the match. Just though. sharing it. I didn't say we must play this on Sunday. But Eli begging me last night. It's yeah. fantastic. I see you now. When you're now you're selling it too hard. When you sell too hard, yeah, it's always a let down. disappointment. Someone asked his girlfriend last night. Someone <laughs> that's enough. That's enough, Joseph. Someone tweeted the account last night asking <laughs> if we're playing Mad Dog, and I said yes, of course. So. You got to appease the listeners. Yeah, we were getting um, mad dog gifs this morning. I teased some Ryan Braun stuff a couple of weeks ago, and you know, as usual, I forgot to do it two weeks ago and forgot to do it last week. But uh, a a frequent reader has emailed me several times to say, "Please do the Ryan Braun stuff." So we'll get to that today. I have some interesting stuff from the Tampa Rays. Some really interesting stuff mm. as it applies to the things that they have done this year. Yeah. Um, they've got another shoulder injury. Another dislocation from somebody diving headfirst in. Polanco uh, is out seven to nine months after labrum surgery because he dove headfirst into a base. Just keep diving headfirst in, fellas. Keep doing it. It's really artistic. It's really exciting. It's really fun. Fans love it. It's great. Just keep doing it. Keep doing it. Middle of next year, too. Seven to nine months. Seven to nine months. Dove dove headfirst into a bag. Good good idea. Really good idea. Chris Bryan is back to diving headfirst again. Uh, we'll see what happens to him after the season in terms of if there's any procedure there. Uh, lots of good numbers for you. Some good uh, some good stuff from the week. And I have a question for you about Victor Caratini. I don't know how closely you've been paying attention to how much he's been playing and what he's uh-huh. been doing. Certain guys. Yeah, brings up an interesting conversation. We haven't even gotten to the White Sox yet. I apologize for that. We'll talk about their rotation in this next half hour, Bruce Levine, what, 1040? Eli, we've got a montage. You know, you got to trust Eli when he puts this stuff together, and you just don't know. You really don't know. I usually do. Because he's EY. He's E4. And he's <laughs> our guy. And uh, we'll get to your calls when we come back <laughs> on Hit and Run on the Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 